This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. And I'm really excited today because I have brought a guest on today, and normally I bring on guests that I know a little bit better. However, I do know Miyako, but in a different sense. We've been in some programs together. She's also a listener of the podcast, and she caught my eye in one of the groups that we're in because she is a, a breath expert. And I really wanted to have a conversation with her about how we can use our breath to our benefit. So obviously breathing keeps us alive, but beyond that, you know, what I've really noticed in myself and with many of my clients and just in the climate of the world, that so many of us are unknowingly almost walking around, like we're holding our breath and we've normalized stress. So before I dive into this too much, she is a menopause energy expert, a certified high performance coach. You know, I love that love high performance coaching and the founder of energetic life design prior to starting her entrepreneurial journey in the spring of 2018 Miyako worked for 34 years in a Japanese corporation in her last position she was the deputy general manager of the procurement department for Curran that's the beer yes. right <laughs> beer company oh my goodness so <laughs> She now shares her secrets on how to get more energy with the power of special breathing based on ancient Asian techniques learned from her mentor, a Japanese, is it key expert? Yes, key energy, key like in Chinese. Ah. Yes. She healed herself uh, with her breathing and has helped thousands of students for over 30 years as his apprentice while working at Kirin. So I would love to hear, in your own words, a little bit more about you why you love teaching this so much, the type of people you're working with, and then we're going to dive into this conversation. Okay, so first of all, I would like to thank you for Lisa for having me in this podcast. You know, it's it's like a dream oh, opportunity welcome. for me because ever since I got to know Lisa a year ago, I I joined her the the oh. Jim Fortin's program, right, where you were the master coach. And I was so fascinated by how you guide those you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, just open their eyes to see the reality. And that's something, you know, you are by sharing your beautiful story in this podcast like that. So I was so fascinated and I adore you. So I just wanted to say oh, that thank you so how grateful much. I am. Oh, and wow. yes, it's my so, pleasure to have you on. It's my yes. pleasure to have you on. And I want to really? put you in the spotlight today. Yes. And I, I my name is Miyako, by the way. It's harder to pronounce, but Miyako, just call me Miyako. Yeah. And I'm a menopause energy mentor. And I help 
really busy professional ladies in perimenopause or menopause relieve their challenges and knowing challenges by tapping into that Asian, little known Asian fountain of inner youth by having more, you know, feeling the energy inside. And what brought me here is actually, thank you for introducing me. I've been actually coaching breathing for over 30 years. (laughs) Oh my God, you know, wow. Why I'm so fascinated I could continue that was that because it helped me. It helped me during my corporate days. So we know that we are surrounded by, of course, currently stressful environment. And in corporate, especially like Japanese, you know, male-dominant society, where I initially in my 20s had really heavy allergies, you know, my eye itch. I, my nose stuffy, right? I couldn't sleep well and it exhausted. So I felt that bottom of my career, you know, bottom energy in my 20 days, 20 years, right? So it it should be like the blossom of flowering, you know, the, the experience that I should have experienced in the early years of my career. But I... I was opposite, right? And I was even thought about quitting my job, you know, just graduated from university. But I was lucky enough to get to know this breathing from my mentor and I healed my allergy completely. So I think, you know, your listeners and my, my, the people I help are overdoers, carers, you know. <laughs> You know, spending a lot of time thinking about outside, you know, how they serve. And I, I used to be a lot of that, right? So that brought me to this journey of, you know, healing my allergy and finding my own inner kind of strength, not just to survive, but to thrive during my corporate days. And I see so many people transform their life well, changing not only their physicality or feeling their body but how they affect it emotionally mentally and even spiritually so that's what I'm so fascinated about sharing with you today I love this so much because I talk you know I talk a lot about doing less and often you know yeah. we're looking for these fancy strategies for how we can feel better and have more and achieve more. And the reality is, is some of the most profound things we can give ourselves are the simplest and usually they're free, right? Like sleep. Yes. I love that. Like rest, going for a walk, you know, making more nourishing choices with your food. And then this simple idea of breath and actually harnessing our, our breath, because it is, a, you know, it's obviously a life force for us. And exactly. I, we don't think about it. Like we, we literally, for most of us, we pay no attention to our breath or see how it can be used as a real powerful healing tool. So talk us through then what the benefits are of learning this breathing technique that you've developed. And maybe let's start with talking about like what is this technique all about? How is it? 
How is it different than just your normal everyday inhale, exhale? Yes. So that's a good question. And well, breathing, first of all, I didn't know anything about breathing. You know, we don't learn breathing in school. I wish we, we have, right? Yeah. We don't learn anything. And the way that I encounter that breath work based on my mentor's work, but it was originated, you know, back, way back, 2000 BC, Chinese philosopher, the sage, he's a natural, you know, advocate of like philosopher called Chang Tzu. He actually mentioned about the importance of breath. And what he shared, he wrote is that pure man breathe through his heels and the ordinary people breathe through throat. It's a deep realization that we are actually like tightening our chest and only enjoying half capacity of our lungs, right? So it gets stressed. But pure man, only the secret few know how to breathe in a different way. And what I learned from my mentor is that we can breathe using a whole body. So it's not like a diaphragmic breathing that you really breathing, taking air to your belly. But the way I learned from my mentor is to breathe through the soles of your feet. Breathe. So it's like, yes. And how I teach, well, people, when I talk about, well, please breathe in from your soles, they don't know how to do it, right? So what I really guided, you know, found the way to guide people easier is to breathe like a tree. Mm, I love that metaphor. Yes. And I think it's really like now in these days, we are so much living in our head most of the time. Mm -hmm. And many clients who came to me is like, no, well, overdoers, overthinkers, and always, you know, mind get going and going and going. And even though they tried yoga or Pilates, or meditation, you know, long hours, but doing what they're doing is really holding their breath during meditation. Yes. And that what happened is that they're they like frozen, the, our, our body is dormant, right? So Lisa, I know that you are really the expert of all this fitness and you know, having people experience that like slim body, mm-hmm. but Ordinary or other, or many people don't know how to actually use our entire body. So that's what I'm excited about. You know, how you, when, what would happen if you just let that energy or air coming through, it's like a sucking of water and circulating that beautiful air and energy throughout your body. So that's what I t- teach. But for now, I think it will be really exciting to just experiment because people say that, 
okay, uh, are you breathing? And they said, of course, right? Just mm-hmm. like your listeners or you, your students. And they say like, okay, well, I'm breathing and I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. But just notice how you're breathing right now. And especially when you are in that stressful mode. So just imagine, you know, it happened quite recently when I got back from my trip and we are in the car and there was the traffic jam. You know, we haven't expected any of that happen, but it, it will take, you know, two hours extra to get back home, right? And I promised my husband that I'm going to cook dinner tonight. You know, <laughs> I had so much fun with my mom and dad. I have to go back. And then when I realized it, that situation, I noticed that myself, I was, what am I going to do? Well, well, I need to take, take uh, call him or, you know, just send him a message or just when we start to talk and think about or the feeling of fear, how are you breathing? So have you ever experienced that, Lisa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and quite quite often, uh, especially over the past couple of years, right, with this, right. we never know what's going to happen the next day. There's been a, a tremendous amount of uncertainty for all of us. I can notice that you know, I've really had to learn how to regulate my nervous system, right? right. To, to calm my system back down. And I can tell when I'm not, because my breathing does get more shallow. I do get up into my head more, right. Instead of integrating my head and my body as one unit. Um, and I've been really, this is why I was so interested to talk to you because breath to me is again, one of the most simplest ways that we can bring our nervous system back online when we realize that we're reacting to something or we're in fear or we're in worry or we're noticing that we're stressed out, the power of our breath can literally shift us from our sympathetic into our parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest versus the fight or flight. And, you know, I really believe that most of us these days are walking around in a constant (laughs) A fight or flight between, you know, social media demands on our time, our kids are, you know, reacting to the different things going on in the world. And uh, we're not paying attention to the the health impact of our body long term by being in that that state. Exactly, exactly. And you know what, when I first met my mentor, and I was in that such a stressful, you know, over, you know, burnout, right? And I couldn't sleep well. And I went he, to his class. And the first thing he taught me was that, you know what? If we want to change our external thing, you have to first change from inside. And inside, he meant not just to change your mindset, but he meant that you can change the manner, the way you are actually breathing. And I thought, ha, huh, you know, nobody have told me about that, but I haven't tried that. <laughs> so why not give, give me a try? Because there's nothing to lose, right? Because we are actually breathing 20,000 times each day without even 
cautious, being cautious, and it's beautiful. It's happened autopilot, right? But what would happen if you just pay attention to your breath? Only like three minutes to get started, right? Or 10 minutes each day, which I'm teaching, just get started and pay attention to your breathing. And I think what you share with us is so beautiful. Like daily little thing will make you. So, well, I honestly, I was, I wasn't able to kind of believe him at, when I heard, but I haven't tried that. So I, when I try that, then what happened is that gradually, it's not happened overnight, of course, yeah. right? But it took like nearly three months of working every day of that breathing from that soles of our feet. But what happened is that, oh, like you said, I was able to relax more. And, you know, why? How come I was always in that fighting mode, you know, battle, battle, battle in the corporate, right? Everybody seemed to be like your opponent. But I was the one who really putting pressure on myself. So it got me easier to relax because now I know what relax feels like. Not to to like understand relaxation, but I know that my body feels good. Feel better. Right. Better. I think that that is really important. What you just said is because I know for me back in the day, before I went through my burnout and recovery, I didn't know how stressed I was because I had so normalized it. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know what it felt like to feel rested in my body. And I know this is something that a lot of my clients struggle with. They want to be able to slow down, but they, they actually don't know what rest feels like. And when they do begin to start to slow down, what ends up happening is they start to feel almost like anxiety because it's so abnormal yeah. for them to not be in this kind of hyped up, stressed out state, even though mm -hmm. they've normalized it. So to be able to start to connect and know what it feels like to be rested and calm in your body, the benefit for me and for many of my clients, and I'm sure for you as well, is when, because most of us will cross that line into those old habits of overdoing, yeah. you, will, you will identify what that feels like in your body because now you have a contrast. You know what it feels like to be calm and rested and have your nervous system settled versus what it feels like to be an overdoing and hypervigilant and, you know, have your nervous system all fired up. So I think it's really important to talk more about where people can start so that they can start to access their breath just in a simple way, right? Because yes. you, don't, you don't need any equipment. You don't need to go to a class, right? Like you don't right. need to leave your house. You could do it in your house. You can do it anywhere, but just a, a simple way that they can start to try and get to that place of seeing what it feels like to feel calm and relaxed and peaceful in your body. Yes. And the first thing I would really recommend for everybody listening here is that just notice how you are breathing right now. And you know what? How many times we, we notice, like, 
we like Lisa, you are paying very, very close attention to how you are breathing. But many people never thought of that. So just when you're breathing, it starts to open your lungs and feel better. But when you are always scrolling through like social media and waiting in line with the, you know, the Starbucks, and have you noticed that they are also just holding their breath? So what I'm always inviting my student is to observe three times. So when you wake up in the morning, mm. how you're breathing. And after lunch, maybe you can get a little bit not, uh, a little bit heavier in the afternoon. You know, it's, it's so many going on, right? So, okay, am I holding my breath? So one thing I really would like to ask you is, am I holding my breath? And if you notice it, then that will be a fantastic time to try deeper breathing, a little bit. You don't need to really first think that you, you know you become a tree. So that's something you know totally you know you can learn after that. But just even noticing, oh, holding my breath. So when I notice that traffic jam, I notice just like myself, you know, my chest got tight. So you just Take your hands over your chest. And when you're holding your breath, look at what's happening. You know, feel what's happening inside, around your chest area. And you know that if you keep doing that contracting, like contracting, small you, small you, small lung, where will you be, right? Where will you be? Are you really shrinking? No, we are meant to expanding. So it just just check in three times each day. You know what I love about this? It's because this is all, you've probably heard me talk about this, right? Uh, because a lot of the work I do is to get people to tune into what they're feeling. Right. What are you actually feeling in your body? It's such a great for anybody who's listening for a while now who's been practicing this, right? Taking a breath and feeling, hand on your heart. Taking that time when you're checking in with how you're feeling to also check in with where's my breath? Because if your breath is shallow and tight, yeah. how does that feel in your body? What are you experiencing emotionally? Because then you can start to piece these things together because your breath and your emotions, I would believe, would go hand in hand, would they not? Yes. And what's beautiful about our body, and I think Lisa fully already understood this, but this is that the exact the beauty of nature that our bodies are so honest. Oh, yes. They cannot lie to the emotion, right? So if you are in anger, ugh, so if somebody you know caught you or you know you had a, like a really you know the low conversation with your partner and you just remember what am I gonna do? holding your breath and uh, mode, right? <laughs> and you you cannot, like that emotion, we, we, our body responds naturally. But when it comes to like, oh, you're in the open nature, the beautiful mountains of your area, like British Columbia, yeah. beautiful mountain. 
and look up to the sky and you feel so grateful just mm-hmm. being here. And when you feel that, can you hold your breath? No. Our body naturally, naturally open up. And I really invite listeners, your listeners, to, to feel that contrast. Because it's life. So we have seasons, bottom, you know, the high joy, fully joy spirit. But we can enjoy every bit of that pieces, right? And see how our bodies are responding. Mm. Not see, but feel. feel it. So, so fascinating. So when you talk about breathing through your feet, it reminds me of um, when I was first learning to meditate and get grounded, right? And I was like, what does grounded mean? <laughs> I was always hovering above the ground. I was so busy. My brain was always going. So I would picture, I would try and fi- because I am on the West coast of Canada, I would try and find like a log on the beach, right. Or a tree stump. And I would literally picture me becoming part of the tree and seeing my body, like growing into the tree and putting roots down into the earth and you know, visualizing, pulling that energy up from the earth. So when you talked about breathing through your feet, that just reminded me of that visualization, almost like planting your feet on the ground and setting the intention that you're pulling your air in through your feet and then up through your body. Is that what you're talking about when you're speaking? Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So in my program, I will guide people to just visualize or pick up your favorite one favorite one that you can you know resonate with so you grow with that tree and we just it's a beauty of our visualization but when you just put that image it's it's going to be so easy for you to take deep breath deeper breath because when you just when I ask you to take a deep breath it's like here right but when you just Put yourself and visualize exactly, Lisa. You are so, so beautiful. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, but just visualize. And for me, when I breathe from that source, it's like I feel the existence, my existence, the outline is kind of melting and my energy is expanding. And almost like feel I'm nothing, you know? It's like pure enjoying of existing this energy that you are feeling. So that's the ultimate joy that I feel every time. So it, it's it's 30 years, but, you know, I never get, <laughs> you know, well, it's so deep, like Zen masters master their thing, but you know the breathing, even like simple three times each day breathing, will click you. There's something opening up inside of you, and when you open up, it will be so fun to feel that intuitive feeling that you're going to get. So what you're going to get is like a your hands will become a sensor. That's why they're the, the creator enjoy this type of 
you know, exercise so much, but your hands will become like a natural uh, tool for you to feel any, detect any dangers. And even like your hands, your feet. So everything like energetic shield will be, you know, started to happen, open up. So that's something. Okay. So, the, really so the more you pause to acknowledge your breath in the day, the more sensitive and intuitive you'll get to the energies around you. So it's really an act of creating presence in your life. Exactly. And what I feel, really feel now, and I think you're going to feel this, is that we are just a medium. (laughs) Well, just by standing, please try. eh? Please try and go out today and just stand. And you feel that tree, right? Just stand. You will feel that your body is just a connecting, you know, the, like a container carrying that energy. And you are always connected to that beautiful universal energy up in the sky and down is the ground, deep, deep, deep ground. And just imagine what would happen if you can utilize, kind of bringing those external forces into your body, just inviting into your body, that's when your engine starts to click, right? So it's it's getting, we are not getting tired of the thing that we used to get yeah. because it's it's not like do, 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 but, you know, it's a natural energetic flow. So one lady who she says junko you know she had like three kids boys she's a university professor and she took care of their aging parents so she felt the headache her pain you know back shoulder pain but you know she was so stiff and she hadn't even recognized that she had that heavy strain on her shoulder He's, but she got really tired, you know, easily. And once she started to learn this deeper breathing, what she realized is, okay, I, my body got lighter. Mm. Because of that energy flow, she is now feeling. And so she scolded, you know, I yell at their kids, but less. <laughs> she was more at Peace and what happened was that her skin, her skin glowing started to glowing. So everybody say that okay, you look younger. So that's something you know. It's it's always we have that tool inside, like you said, free tool. Free. And air, have you ever paid air for <laughs> to breathe? I haven't actually. It's abundant all around us. So why not use, you know, why not use that abundant air to just take in to your body to enjoy? I love that. It's it's almost like as I'm listening to you, it's it's realizing that by really grounding into our breath, that allows us to move that energy through our body. Because when we're not breathing, it's like we're holding on to 
negative energies, negative emotions and breathing, just like the plants breathe, right? Yeah. It allows them to breathe in what they need and release what isn't useful. But often as humans, we forget that in our breath, we also get to breathe out what isn't useful. Exactly. So you pointed out that breathe out, you know, that is so crucial also because we want to discharge, right? So that's something I learned from this Asian ancient secret is that all these kind of illnesses, including this like perimenopause or menopause, like sleepless night, you know, hot flashes, you know, all this, you know, mind roller coasting and emotional, you know, uh, instability, or even the sex, low sex drive, right? Those happen really when you are in stagnation. Mm. Stagnation meaning the blood is not flowing, your energy not flowing, blocked, so you are accumulating kind of rust in your body. And how come your body can regenerate, you know, every night you get go to sleep, right? It's a time of restore. But you don't allow that to happen because of that stagnate. And you're taking supplement, supplement, and all the medicine. You're taking, 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 no flow. No energy flow. What do you think is you know happening inside? So I think that breathing is a fantastic tool to kind of infuse to start the air to creating a space for inside your body and maybe inside your way of thinking mm. to let everything flow and just surrender like you know i think it, this is one of your favorite words mm, yes. i think it's, it's a surrender to our beautiful uh cosmos which is inside our body we really just are a small piece of nature as humans yes we're really no different than the crickets or the fish or the birds like we're really just very simple when it comes down to it and and what it is we need and how we need to look at connecting with our environment and in with our bodies in a different way to really access all the healing tools within us. I really do believe that our bodies contain such infinite wisdom, but somewhere along the lines, we've disconnected from that because of technology, busy lives, all the things But I think that that's in part what's going on in the world right now is we're all being called to really come back to what's important to us. How can we slow down? How can we connect inward more? How can we take responsibility for the tools that we have inside of us right now that we're not using instead of looking for things outside of us to fix the problems that we're having, right? We get to use all of these. So I'm not poo-pooing on modern medicine. I'm I'm very grateful for my uh, HRT. And I'm also making sure that I'm taking responsibility for how I can partner with my body even more to create even greater health. And that's why, you know, I really wanted to have you on because I've been seeing so much, you know, online, like most people, you know, breath work has really exploded. Mm -hmm. Very curious about it. And then I hear stories about, you know, people getting very emotional and all this stuff. And I'm like, 
this is really interesting, but I wanted to talk to somebody like you who really had a solid background in what breath work meant because just like coaching, you know, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of coaches that are coaching that probably shouldn't be coaching. (laughs) Right. There's there's probably a lot of breath work teachers out there. Yes. Don't actually understand the Mm. energy and what they're opening up in people, because you can open up a lot of things when you open those channels, when you really connect into your body, but you have to understand how to then manage what you're going to open up. And in some of these breathwork classes, I think people can leave having been almost like opened up and then put out into the world without really knowing how to deal with the energetic shifts that they've now had. Oh, yes. Breathwork. Yes. yes. Sometimes it's really, you know, I found that like three weeks of breath coaching training and they become a coach and that's Mm -hmm. that's one way of seeing you know but I think that once you open up you we want to actually manage our energy yes and protect the energetic shield in the right manner otherwise it's once you open up it's kind of a little bit dangerous what I observe is that you know it's you are kind of hooked up when uh kind of taken to from other people. So what we really want is to have stable, grounded, right? And always you are, my mentor always telling us that you are the center of cosmos. Mm. So nobody can take that away from you and we cannot breathe for anyone. So that's, I really love because we want to really explore what's possible for us. So like you said, open up could be easy, but sometimes when like breathing type of thing, I noticed like, you know, you have to count, count, you know, how, how, how many, you know, like, how many seconds should I you know, stay here? Just relax. <laughs> but sometimes it's so hard. And you know? tell me how many seconds I need to hold my breath. No, I don't want you to hold your breath. Just relax and just first release. Mm. And then you, when your body get naturally kind of relaxed, then you can no longer release, keep releasing, right? There's a time, the wave that comes oh, I want to take in, right? So that's the moment I really want you to take deeper breath. Mm. And once you start to practice this, of course, it won't happen a day, but once you get to notice that, then you can expand and expand and expand your capacity of your breathing. So it's, so it's such a beautiful, beautiful uh, technique that, you know, I can teach for everybody, like young children to elderly. But now I'm focusing on perimenopausal, menopausal ladies, because now I notice that so many women are experiencing that kind of heaviness. Yes. Yes. So it's a very important demographic, right? Because when menopause starts to hit, I've been in perimenopause for a while now it really like a lot of things can start shifting and I'm grateful for the work that I've done on myself, but I'm also very aware that many women, when they hit, you know, premenopause, they haven't, and their lives can become 
highly disrupted and dysregulated because now their moods are up and down and they've got a million things on their plate. They don't know how to change things. They're in this state of like frustration and vacillating between anger and resentment and, and all the things. And this is why, you know, I think learning about your breath, it's, it's such a simple yeah. Every day, like you have to breathe. It's kind of like you have to eat. You have to breathe. Like you don't have a choice. Like your body yeah. is going to inhale and exhale, whether you're paying attention or not. So, what is possible if you put a little bit of intentionality behind your breath and use it to help you heal and use it to help your body transition through these different periods exactly. in your life? Exactly. Because, you know, you know what? I was having a conversation with my coach and my coach shared with me, you know, oh, I had a hot flash, you know, it was kind of middle sweaty. And and I, at that moment, I, I haven't experienced any of that hot flashes. Yeah, so neither have I. I don't know how that, I, that will like make me feel. And honestly, I will be 59 this year, but I never had that kind of, uh, perimenopause or menopause symptom that annoys me. But when I heard that, you know, I, I said to her and she, you know, it's even like her eyeballs, you know, even popped out of her you know, head because she was so surprised. Wow, how come that possible? And I shared that because I'm doing this breath work, you know, the breathing, and we let that energy flow. So you don't need to kind of hang on to, or you just don't want to implant that you have to experience this. There's another, you know, totally different way of living the life you want, especially after 40s, because there's so much, you know, that wisdom, experience, and you are the center of your family. And if you can just live in a state of uh, feeling that your your body is you know resilient and feel that uh, flexibility that you used to feel in your 30s what can you do differently so good i truly believe that as women move through their 40s and into their 50s so i'll be 50 oh my god i'm going to be 50 and 20 22 yeah you i you know i believe that like this is a time where we can really step into our vitality and really reconnect with our life force it's yeah. really a period of time that we get to reclaim who we are because you know we're out of our childbearing years for the most part mm-hmm. right most of us who've had kids they're at a certain age by now they're not you know most most people in my age group and beyond don't have necessarily infants so it's this really um, this period that I'm looking forward to of well, what's possible for that second phase of my life and my health and my vitality instead of believing like, oh, I used the best years of my life over here and now I'm going to be shriveled up and just kind of like grow old and yeah, die. That's here because, you know, my mentor is 95 this year and he's maintaining amazing level of energy so it's like a martial arts and young guys can't beat him and what i'm so fascinated is not like you know beating some opponent but how can we apply that technique to live the life we want right we deserve yes and 
what I really feel passionate about is that if like Lisa, we see Lisa, you know, shining on stage, you know, <laughs> queen and fitness. Oh my God, it it's possible for me, right? So it's you're doing that exactly for young generation too. And I get so inspired. And when we have like role models, exactly the demonstration of what's possible for us, then, you know, it's not like fearful of aging. Right. So we, well, some people can say you are past prime. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you believe no that. longer attractive, right? Okay, well, let, let it be, right? But if you just feel that you, I actually feel that I'm more energetic than I used to be in my old, you know, bad days on my 20s, then life is not a bad thing, right? <laughs> because I can keep learning, learning like in like transformational coaching program. I got, you know, peeling my own layers. Right. I believe we can have more energy as we get older, not less. But it requires putting a focus on ourselves, taking responsibility for the work we need to do and really not neglecting our bodies. And I think that, you know, understanding your breath is another form of self-care. It's how you show yourself. You love yourself. It's how you show uh, reverence for your body is honoring your breath because without it, you're not going to be upright on the planet. So yes. Where can people find you, Miyako, if they want to connect with you and learn more about your energetic life design framework? Yes, yes. So I have a, a website, miyakohazama.com. And I also created for, especially for perimenopausal, menopausal ladies who are having a struggle of how to deal with their symptoms. Then I've created a, like 10, a, over, a little bit over 10 minutes uh, micro masterclass. So you can visit my site and you know, go click the link to check in what's possible for you. And lastly, I think what you just talked about self-love, because when you start to just feel that that energy is flowing, my student, you know, let's call her, uh, you know, uh, Susan, you know, she said, Okay, I I feel love mm. for myself. It, it's not like you know you have to love yourself. Oh, of course, it's we we ought to understand, and you know we'll do the affirmation. But when you really feel that you have this, you know, it's it's your time to relax. Yes, feel your body like your the baby. Feel their fingers, right? When you just feel that, oh, my hands are not just my hands. It's like 60 trillion cells in our body is trying to communicate with you in a beautiful way. So I'm inviting you to check in your breathing three times each day. And especially when you go to bed, you not just only say, I love you. But you, you say it with your beautiful breathing of imagining, visualizing your tree. And thank you. Take a beautiful breath and thank you. I love that. And try 
see what happened. You have been a delight. I'm so grateful that you took the time to come on and share with me and share with my listeners. This is exactly what I wanted because as you know, from listening to the podcast, I really try and bring my listeners things that they can reflect on things that are easy for them to just kind of ponder in their own lives or, you know, activities that they can start for themselves that really are about making themselves a priority without having to rearrange their entire life to do it. Right. Like we just have to start with these small things. And, um, I really wanted to speak with you because I knew you were an expert in this field and that we weren't going to be opening up people to some crazy breathwork exercise that was going to leave them like bawling their eyes out and not knowing how they're going to cope with their life when they're done, <laughs> which is what I hear from some people. Yes. So I, I want to just thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom, your years of experience, your beautiful metaphors. I'm going to be doing this. So I'm excited about it. To oh, continue with really? my breath more. Thank you so much. And I'm so appreciate of having me here because this is a little thing and you know I've been trying not trying but you know I've been wanting and intending to let people know about this beautiful you know awareness of your own breath but you shared with me you know with beautiful way of your with your story so I truly truly appreciate and sometimes I feel like oh I'm like, you no, know, I've been sent from like a universe to, to try to promote this, like a breathing. So it's a funny thing, you know, you know every, everything is energy, as you mm-hmm. know, and we connect with the right people when we're meant to connect with people. We don't really have to try that hard to make things happen for us because the universe, as long as you keep showing up and you're passionate about what you do and you love what you do, the, the avenues in which to do it. And the vehicles that will get you in front of more people will begin to open up. That's just kind of how it happens. And, you know, one of the things that is really important to me, I've been really blessed through my life that I've had a lot of doors open for me in part because I was willing to stand at the door. Yeah. (laughs) Open for me, please. Right. Like it's a a (laughs) co-creation, but I really love now that it's important to me that I share other people's work out into the world, that I help lift other women and men or however they identify in their lives. It's important to me that I lift other people up and that I provide an opportunity for people to be seen and heard by others. Because I think that I know a lot of amazing humans in this world Mm -hmm. here to create change and impact. And the only way we're going to do that is if we support each other through it. Yeah, right. We are all breathing the same air. All yes, we're all breathing the same air. Yes, yes, and oh. you, you are like the inspiration for us all. So it's, it's such a blessing. I know this morning I walk out and I so beautiful Mount Fuji, mm-hmm. and you are like just radiating your energy. So I, I just adore your work. And well, you. thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate you so much. It's been really, it's been really lovely for me to connect with you in this way and celebrate you and your work and your years of dedication to your practice. So what we'll do is we will put all of your links in the show notes. Mm -hmm. So for anybody tuning in, 
um, make sure you go and check out those links in the show notes and check out Miyako's work so that you can learn more about a breathwork practice that is really going to serve you for where you are in your life that, um, yeah, you don't have to get in a room and cry with a whole bunch of people. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. All right. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. You are welcome. And remember, if you're tuning in, it is your responsibility to make yourself a priority in your life. And it can be as simple as just pausing three times a day and checking in with your breath, checking in with your emotions and uh, connecting in with your body. Making yourself a priority doesn't have to mean, you know, three hours at the hair salon and a pedicure. (laughs) It's a simple act of deciding that you and your life matters in this world. And it's okay to take time and space and air just for you. So thank you for tuning in to another episode and I will see you on our next episode. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt that total soul wrenching certainty that something in your life needed to change? Listen up, you can be incredibly successful and yet not see yourself as successful. In fact, for many of my clients, it takes me pointing out that they are high achievers for them to even see this for themselves. Most of my clients have never taken the time to pause and acknowledge their accomplishments because they're too busy focusing on the next thing they wanna get after. I often joke that they set a bar for themselves, but as soon as they get close to reaching it, they simply raise the bar. It's the never ending cycle that perpetuates the story that they're not there yet. More often than not, they genuinely believe they haven't done enough. You probably love setting and accomplishing goals, have no problem getting things done, know what it means to embrace the hustle and working your ass off might be your status quo. What the women who are part of my community come to realize is that no amount of doing is going to give you the feeling of fulfillment you're looking for. What makes this realization more painful is feeling the impact your choices are having on your physical and emotional well-being. The deep gut level knowing that you need to make a change in your life has nothing to do with how much you've accomplished on paper or how successful you appear to someone looking at you from the outside. You might feel burnt out because you struggle with boundaries that support you feeling good. Maybe you have a gorgeous, healthy family, but don't feel like you're really connected to your kids. Maybe you're slowly starting to realize that you're overly dependent on that glass of wine to unwind, catch yourself mindlessly eating or worse yet, forgetting to eat. Coffee has become a staple and hours can disappear as you scroll social media mindlessly. You're probably burning the candle at both ends because when everyone else goes to bed, you stay up late just to have you time. Basically, you're starting to realize you're numbing your way through life and that you are the last thing on your list of priorities. No matter what you've accomplished, there's something deep down in your soul that is screaming out for more. And you won't be satisfied until you can figure out what that is. If you're listening to this podcast, I can guess you've already taken the first steps in recognizing the transformation you're seeking isn't gonna be found in doing more, but in discovering why you're so addicted to your doing in the first place. You're probably also realizing that if you don't start to make caring for your emotional and physical well-being a priority, 
things are only going to get worse. Lasting transformation doesn't happen overnight and it often doesn't happen without support. They're called blind windows for a reason. I've made it my personal mission in life to support women trying to create extraordinary lives of their own choosing. That's why, in addition to this podcast, I send out powerful emails to help you navigate life as an ambitious, driven, high-achieving woman so that you can make positive changes you need to thrive in your life. Join me for this journey towards what it looks like to love what you do, but love yourself more by signing up for my email list. You'll get first access to resources I've created to support you. Plus, I'll let you know about new podcast episodes, coaching opportunities, and more. Head over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash sign up today and join my network of empowered, inspiring, ambitious women. This is your next step in choosing to make you a priority. Thank you so much for listening to the Full Frontal Living Podcast.